Hello, friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White, and it is June the 1st. We begin a new month here on the the Daily Podcast, and each day go a little deeper into, the at this time, the Epistle of 1 Timothy, Paul's letter that he writes near the end of his life, most, most likely from prison. He writes two letters to young Timothy, a pastor, and this first letter contains some, well, if you, actually both letters contain some of the more phenomenal moments of theology ever written by the Apostle Paul. I don't know that enough credit is given to how deep some of the things are in First and Second Timothy, and it could be evidence of just how mature the writings of Paul get as he gets older. I was talking to a pastor friend this week. He made a great point. He said, it's becoming clearer to me that as I read the epistles of Paul, Paul's theology gets deeper. It gets more well-rounded. It gets um, a little more brazen as he goes. And I think the Timothy letter is a good example of that. In fact, this fourth chapter that we're going to begin today, we'll get into some of that theology that, uh, quite frankly, um, causes people pause, that Paul stretches the boundaries so much in his theology that uh, some people have kind of concluded that Paul didn't mean what it sounds like he means. Uh, And so we'll get into that over the next few days. I think this is an exciting moment. I want to start right where Paul starts. Granted, Paul doesn't break this into chapters. This is just one letter he writes, but we've broken it into chapters. It seems appropriate that as we start a new month, we start a new chapter. So here on the first day of June, we start the first verse of 1 Timothy 4. Now the Spirit expressly or explicitly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits, and doctrines of demons, speaking lies. And I'm just going to read the whole sentence, which actually takes you down through verse 3. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Uh, for today, I want to talk about this, this spirit expressly says, and over the next day or two, we're going to get into what it is that the Apostle Paul may be the kind of people that the Apostle Paul is addressing. But one of the first things we need to do is establish the fact, and I think this is a fact, that Paul believed he was receiving things directly from the Lord Jesus. Now, you can argue that Paul is not receiving things. I choose to believe that he is. Whether he sees him in the flesh, some manifestation of the Spirit, Um, Paul's theology of resurrection, based upon the way he writes the latter chapters of 1 Corinthians, and then you couple it with Paul's testimonies of seeing Jesus on the road to Damascus, it seems to me that Paul very much believed that the resurrected man, the, the new man on the earth, in the form of a resurrected Christ, was not the same form of being that is the natural man on the earth. One he called terrestrial, the other he called celestial. And terrestrial he refers to as the natural man made of dirt. And celestial is the heavenly man made of the spirit. And Paul thought those were two different forms. And I agree. To me, that's the very definition of the resurrected Christ. Paul claims to encounter him. Now, Paul doesn't act as if his encounter on the road to Damascus is allegorical, metaphoric. Paul really believes that his encounter on the road to Damascus is literal. Now, 
That doesn't mean that anyone else around him could have seen the Jesus he saw. And the reason that's the reason I said what I did about celestial terrestrial. In the terrestrial, if you can see someone in the natural, so can the guy next to you. But in the celestial, it seems as if the celestial being can reveal himself to whomever he wishes. Jesus could be seen by Paul on the road to Damascus and not seen by Paul's companions. And that doesn't put Paul in an elevated position. It puts the celestial being in the elevated position. It means that Jesus reveals himself to whom he will. I think that that is what the disciples hear the angels say in Acts 1 when they watch Jesus, I like how Eugene Peterson says this, mysteriously get taken away into the heavens and the and uh, the angels say to the disciples, why do you stand here gazing up into the empty sky? The same Jesus you saw go away will come in mysterious manner. And I think that mysterious manner is not simply riding the clouds in the sky, but the appearance in the way that he appeared to the church in the book of Acts. Um to whom he would. Now, I'm saying all of that for this reason. Listen to that verse 1 again. The Spirit expressly says that in latter times. Well, who is the Spirit expressly talking to? Apparently, it's the Apostle Paul. And this is something that Paul has said before. Let me take you back to Acts 20, when Paul is addressing the Ephesian elders. Uh, He sends a letter, a, a, a notice out from Miletus that he's going to call a a sort of meeting of the elders of Ephesus. And when they get together, he starts to tell them, you know, hey, I've given you the gospel, the whole counsel of God, repent toward God, faith towards Jesus. Listen to Paul in Acts 20, 24. None of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul believes that he has received the message that he got from the Lord Jesus. He doesn't think it's just something he has developed, something he has come up with, something he has sort of landed on for him. It is something that he received from the Lord Jesus. It's kind of similar to what he says in the book of Galatians when he said God revealed his son in me that I might preach, and I'm in verse 16 of Galatians 1, that I might preach Jesus among Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. Ooh, interesting. He saw Jesus, but he didn't go talk to flesh and blood. Notice, why does he say that? Because he doesn't think the Jesus he saw is flesh and blood. He thinks the Jesus he saw is resurrected Jesus, which is different than flesh and blood. And he says, I didn't go consult flesh and blood. Why did I need to? I had heard from the celestial. So when Paul says in 1 Timothy 4, 1, the Spirit expressly says, we got to take him at his word that he believes he's heard from the Holy Spirit. Now you then take what he says the Holy Spirit says, and you do with it as you will. That is your right as a reader. That is your, that's not just your right, it's your luxury. and, and your privilege and your gift to be able to take it and say, what does that say to me? Well, what Paul says is that in the latter times, and we don't know exactly what he means by latter times, because Paul most certainly preached to the Corinthian church that he was living at the end of the world. And so in Paul, it seems that he's not prophesying of something to come in 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years, but something that is happening in his day. And he believes that people will give heed 
to messages that will deceive and to doctrines of demons. And I want tomorrow, I want to get into the kind of people he thinks will preach this. And then the next day, we're going to get into what they will preach. Both of those things, I think, might surprise you. So come back tomorrow on the 2nd of June as we dig in a little deeper on the podcast. See you tomorrow. God bless.